Hello, and welcome to my first podcast on the disappearing landscape. Let me start out by telling you a little bit about myself before I go into the disappearing landscape. My name is Martin Beauchamp, and I'm an artist living in Denver, Colorado. And I've been painting for over 15 years, uh, 10 of that professionally, meaning that I show my work in galleries and sell. It doesn't matter how much you sell. You're either a professional or you're not, and I'm a professional. Uh, pretty successful, uh, making a decent living at it. And one of the things I'm passionate about is plein air painting, painting on location, going out into the elements, out on the landscape, and trying to capture a painting. It's very difficult, but it's very rewarding. One of the things I like to do is go out and paint on some locations that aren't going to be there anymore. So I know this because living in Colorado, we have a real estate boom here going on. And a lot of these empty lots, fields, uh, and vistas that we get to see uh, aren't going to be there anymore. It's happening not only in Colorado, but it's happening all over the world. And there's not a lot we can do about it um, with some of the votes uh, where they want to get rid of parks. We can do that. And I think that's very important to go out and vote and make your you know voice heard so that we don't lose some of our parks and some of the legislation uh, gets reversed on wanting to go and drill and do stuff on these lands that should be sacred and kept for a long time. But what I want to talk about is the disappearing landscape and what you can do about it. So right now in Denver, there's a lot of land that is being bought up and housing is going crazy out here. Just in our area in the next 20 years, the population is going to grow by 250,000. That's a lot of people. So right now, there's a lot across from uh, where I live. It's about a 40-acre lot, and they plan to build some... 5,000 plus homes on it and uh, they're going to develop it and in that lot in those empty cornfields um, there was also some drilling sites and they're going to cap those. Fracking is also a thing out here not crazy about but it's just part of life and you know there's dollars to be made and energy and you know they're going to drill where they need to drill especially when they have the mineral rights. So some of those wells are going to be capped and they're going to put in these houses and what those houses are going to cover up is my view of the Rocky Mountains. Like I said, there's not a lot I can do about that. But the one thing I'd like to urge you when you know some of these fields and these lots are disappearing and they're taking your view away is to get out and capture those scenes. You need to be a historian for some of these sites that are no longer going to be there. I don't know how many times I've been in parks that aren't disappearing but either I'll paint a tree and through a windstorm or a really rough winter uh, that tree falls down and it's no longer there and I have been a historian and have captured some of those moments and they are preserved for me either by me keeping that sketch or also selling it and I have the picture of it um, and that makes me feel really good and so what I want to do in this podcast is encourage people to go out and go on location, even if you're not, you don't consider yourself a plein air painter, but to go out and just feel what's out there 
in the raw environment and you know what you don't ever have to show anyone your sketches or you know uh, maybe you're a polished artist and you know you sell your work a lot of people who do their plein air works and professional artists they never sell their plein air work they keep them for themselves that is their gift to themselves I kind of do both. Um, if I get a really good plain air piece, I'll sell it. Sometimes I get a really plain air piece and I uh, keep it for myself. The one thing I can say is don't throw away anything. Um, I did this early in my career when I didn't think something was good. And, uh, you know, we're all our worst critics of judging ourselves. Keep all your work that you uh, need to have a library of what is out there it's going to be important for later and also it's an indication to look back and see how much better you've gotten the biggest uh, mistake i see people make with plein air painting is you know when they go out and uh, they're used to painting in the studio and their plein air work looks nothing it's you know it's just not polished uh plein air painting is hard uh one person said uh, who was an accomplished artist that one if one out of every 10 plein air paintings work you're having you know a good week or month or after that 10th painting that one works so um but what i get out of plein air painting besides capturing the disappearing landscape and having that historical piece that you know where that lot is no longer going to be there and someday i can maybe connect with a person who used to love that view and they can still have that view by selling that painting to them or taking that plein air study and making it into a bigger painting but what i get out of plein air painting is the rush of just being out there in the raw environment and out in nature i just love it i mean if the weather was, you know, 70 degrees every day in Colorado. I'd paint almost every day outdoors. I just, I just love being outdoors. I grew up hiking and running outdoors. So I have a great appreciation for the outdoors. In fact, I'm an East Coaster from the Adirondack Mountains. And, you know, a great place too. Very beautiful. But a lot of times, you know, the, the times that you can go out and paint there are pretty short. Um, you know, you just probably aren't going to go out and paint when it's 20 below zero, maybe not very smart. And it's just really just too cold. So, um, but if you're in a place where you can get out in the summer, spring or the winter, like in Colorado on nice days, if it's not too windy, I try to get out as much as I can. And you'll find that I don't know what your worst enemy is going to be out painting, but mine is the wind. It just kind of rattles everything. But I would encourage everyone who wants to get out there and just kind of capture something, whether it's just with a sketch pad, your full paint box, your pastels, your acrylics, whatever your medium is to get out there and, you know, do some plein air painting, whether it's just, you know, walking out with a sketch pad, sitting in a lawn chair, and, you know, you actually can plein air paint anywhere. You can plein air paint right in your backyard if you've got a vista to look at. You don't have to go far. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into the how to plein air paint. This is more about, you know, stressing, you know, the disappearing landscape and making sure that you're getting out and you are documenting these places that are no longer going to be there because they're just really disappear. They're really just dis disappearing, you know, day by day. The, you know, I know if it's happening here in Colorado, it's happening in a lot of other places. Or maybe it's not happening in an area that you're in, but you never know when it's going to happen. 
So I would encourage you to get out there and paint the disappearing landscape. Thanks for listening, and I hope you get out and plan your paint real soon.